0: because no one wants to take advice from a stranger. They want to take advice from someone who, who knows has their best interest uh, at heart and who can also take advice themselves. Welcome to the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Steve Maxey, and with my co-host and brother Jake, we are here to bring you guidance, fresh ideas, and the tools to help you become an impactful engineer.
1: This is the Impactful Engineer Project. I'm Jake Maxey. Here we have authentic conversations around engineering and personal development to allow for freedom of thought
2: and expression. This creates an environment for growth, filling in what we believe to be the skills gaps present for engineering professionals. Ultimately, we want people to have fulfilled careers and be inspired to become the best versions of themselves. Today, I wanna talk about leadership. Uh, Leadership is a big topic. We won't cover everything. I think we'll hit on some important stuff today. Steve is with me today. Howdy, Steve. Hey, guys. Uh, Being a leader himself and having a a bunch of experience in that arena, I'm sure is going to help um, bring some context and some valuable lessons. Maybe a couple of examples. We'll see. Uh, So let's get right into it. So the first thing I want to hit on today is that leadership really doesn't kick off or get off the ground until you've built some trust. So I've been in a place where there is zero trust and leadership is non-existent and is not received well. I've been in a place where trust uh, can be earned and built and is highly valued uh, is even a core value of the company and within that framework leadership flourishes uh, and does very well so it's very very obvious and you know books have been written and and it's pretty clear right trust is required for leadership to be effective um, so take that away uh, as as a focus as a prerequisite if you're thinking that, you're going to lead from where you are or you've been thrust into a leadership position or whatever you're thinking about um, as far as leadership that just know that trust is the prerequisite. So start building trust. We're not going to talk about trust building today, but just know that that's, that's a huge deal. Okay. Um, one of the things I want to talk about today, because <coughs> it's something that I've actually been experiencing over the last couple of years. It's something I've made a lot of headway in. um, And it's very important. So leading by example is the first one that I'm going to talk about. We've all heard that. We've all been told that growing up. Um, We've all had, you know, whether the conversation stops at lead by example. Lead by example, Jake. Just lead by example. Whether it stops there or you've had deeper conversations around it. Um, we've all heard of that, right? We all think it's important at some point in our lives. Um, but what I really want to talk about under leading by example is how how it correlates to my engineering career and how, it's, how it could correlate to yours um, and specifically in uh, moving up maybe into the three, four, five year mark maybe maybe get it maybe a little more than that Um, but it it really does apply to to every level but you might be able to exercise this more and more as you get deeper into your career Um, so leading by example is very important for a few reasons one showing showing results and and driving the vision instead of talking about it right because you can talk is cheap you can talk all day Depending on what you're talking about, uh, it could actually be diminishing the trust that you've built. Um, It could be creating a culture of um, building a negative outlook around certain things, certain people, certain processes. So you want to try to avoid that. It's something that I realize that I have actually contributed to, which I have pump the brakes on and, and if fi- kind of figured that one out, um, and purposely have stopped with the conversations, um, that don't revolve around showing results and driving the vision. So keep the talk to a minimum and keep the leading by example at a maximum. Let what you're doing and the results speak for the itself, for themselves. Uh, that's that's as plain as as, as I can put it. Um, reduce the talking and do more showing, really. Uh, so an example, right? A real a real life example of this. When I let's say I look at a uh, I'm looking at a certain process that I believe if improved upon, is going to have an exponential benefit to everyday at work and everything we're doing. So I could go to I could tell anyone I you know that will listen. I could go to my boss, his boss, whatever and say if only we just would do this it, we we could be doing, you know, it would be so much better. And I hate this about what's happening right now. And this is so frustrating and blah 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 and the list goes on. And I've done that that gets you nowhere, right? You might run into some people that are in your court and then you waste time talking about and propping each other up or you run into people that don't, that aren't in your court on there on your side about what you're talking about. So then you're just creating kind of a distrust and a negative emotion around it. They may or may not even tell you that that's what they're feeling. They might just go, okay, yeah. man, Jake's got a lot to say about this. <laughs> um, that's gone on in my career recently too uh that uh, you know that's not going to get you anywhere and in fact you're just wasting time and creating this whole sphere of influence in a negative direction right um if i take that and i look at it and i go man if this process was better and, and we just did this and this it would greatly improve uh even morale or just the efficiency at which we do our work and then i just do it i go hey I'm gonna take a select few and we're gonna do it on a project and then we're gonna try it out for the next one. And we're gonna keep iterating and just see if it helps. So then you're making actual progress. You're doing things to improve that process that you want to do. And then the results, you're gonna get results from that. Whether they're bad or good or whatever, you're gonna have some results. So through your leading by example and just doing it, right? then maybe some other people say oh wow maybe they see the results and then they ask about the results or maybe they go that's a great idea i'm going to kind of take that over here to my team too in a long roundabout way it could end up being something that is implemented for the betterment of the company as a whole someone who's the high decision maker and you're keeping it concise and you say here's what i did here's the results here's what we you know here's what we did yeah in for this project
0: i i think that's when That's the point where you can add in the why, right? So when they say, hey, I've seen this improvement. I really want to understand why, you know, or what has been changed to accomplish this improvement because I'd like to do it elsewhere. And you can be like, hey, I noticed a deficiency over here. And so I wanted to fix it. So I tried this new thing and it started working. And then, and then here we are. And then now, now you're asking me, you know, what's going on. And, and so, um, this is what I did and this is the real result. Would you like me to, you know, share this with other people and, and see, if we can, uh, roll it out company wide and then leave it at that. So then they'll see that you have been thinking about how to improve the organization. They'll see that, Oh, he didn't just sit there and go, Oh, you know, that this, this process sucks. And, You know, you know, we should just fix it. Um, He just said, hey, this process sucks. Let's try something new. I got a good result. And then now you're in a position to be able to roll that out to the organization wide. Hey, everyone. If this discussion brings up additional questions to the forefront of your mind, I encourage you to head over to impactfulengineer.com and sign up for a newsletter with your question. We may answer your inquiry directly on the podcast or even ask our guests to get their insight. If you're just enjoying the episode and want to make sure you never miss additional impactful content, you can still sign up for the newsletter without a question. And as always, you can reach out and follow us on LinkedIn under The Impactful Engineer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you feel like just getting the message out there and talking about it is going to is gonna is gonna make the waves that you want it to make and then get people talking about it and then maybe come to a solution um, i found is not... Uh, the best way forward. So, I wanted to share that one. Uh, I've done a lot of learning and growing over the last couple of years, and that was one of them. That's definitely one of the big realizations I came to. It might seem obvious, uh, but I ran right into that one. So,
0: yeah, I, I <laughs> think I we to all share do that
2: one. At some level, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, and that leads into the next one uh, leading for the mission. I'm big on this one. I put it right in my professional summary on my resume. I like winning. I like doing whatever needs to be done to win, and that's aligned with the mission. right? And most companies' missions are to turn a profit, do good work, and make money doing it at at the highest level. This is what a business wants you to do. Um, So that would be the mission. Uh, I consider the mission being the most important thing. Uh, And everything that you're doing needs to be propping up the mission. Um, So aligning your leadership by example with the overall mission of the team, the company, whatever, is going to be the next unlock, right? Because you could think that something's really important and you're going to lead by example, um, which is great. You should always be doing that. And if you think it's important, lead by example, perfect. But to take it to the next level, let's steer it in the direction towards that example and the results that you're getting, um, propping up and furthering the mission of the company as well. So I want to throw that one in there, leading for the mission, figure out what, what is the true mission? Um, I know what it is for my company and it involves more than just making a profit. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I think before you, my
2: leadership, for example, props that up. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, before you jump to the next one, I think, uh, when you lead by example to the accord of the, the company's mission, that is one of the best ways to build trust with your leadership. Um, but actually even with your subordinates, um, if you have any, uh, upward and downward is you are showing how you can improve the mission of the organization. And now from an outward perspective, um, there's that uh, understanding that you are in alignment and that everything that you were trying to do is going to improve the organization and their, their own mission. So um, why wouldn't leadership want you to, to keep um, doing more of what you're doing because it is in alignment with the, with the overall mission. So I think that is one of the best ways to increase and build trust.
2: That's, that's a great point. And I know we I said, we're leaving the trust building uh, to a separate episode or, or discussion, but that's, you, you nailed it right there. So boom, extra bonus Yep, (laughs) bonus content right there for you. Um, And I've seen that uh, recently and and it's, I know it to be true. So uh, yeah, that's very good. The next one I want to roll into is leading for the people. And what I, you know, what does that mean? To me, it means placing those around you in the best position to win, to further the mission, to further their own growth, um, to contribute to the team uh, in a very positive way. You, you get to do that, right? Um, propping them up, really. Uh, find a way to make them successful, to help them become successful is one of the most important things I think uh, for leadership. So my radar is always out for whether I'm working directly with somebody, um, makes it easier to do that. If I'm in an authority position, makes it easier to do that. Uh, But when I'm not, or it's even like a cross department Um, a completely different service line or a different, um, you know, in engineering discipline that I don't work with all the time. I'm still trying to do that for them. I'm still trying to prop them up to win. I'm still trying to find a way that I can help them become successful. Uh, And most of the time it comes from, you know, me purposely trying to drive the discussion around. How can I help you? Uh, It's, I found that to be the best way for me to execute on that. Um, But if you're just thinking, you know, opportunities will come along for you to help bolster other people's uh, skills, find the skills gaps that they have. And if you can fill those, do it. Um, You'll have many opportunities to do that just throughout your um, collaboration for sure. But I like to take it a step further uh, and, and purposely catch conversations, uh, around that subject about, Hey, how you doing? What have you been struggling with lately? I'd love to take the opportunity to help you get past that, uh, if I can, you know? And, and so it's something that I do very much on purpose. Uh, and I've had good results with it and I've had good reactions to it. Um, not with everyone. Sometimes, you know, me personally, I can be a little too much. Uh, I have a lot of energy and the way I approach it sometimes in the moment um, is actually kind of aggressive.
0: It's because you're excited.
2: So so we, yeah, I am excited. Uh, but, it, but it'll, the way you come across the way you say things and the, how much energy you put behind it, um, you need to really understand how the person you're giving that to receives it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I could have all the best intentions in the world and be super excited and they're going to receive it as if, I'm some crazy person that they don't need in their life. Right. And then I'm going to, I'm going to hit a button that makes them react in a way which is completely unintentional, but, uh, that drives it in the wrong direction. So I'm I'm becoming more aware of that and trying to choose my words and, and where I really put the, uh, my leading for the people ambitions, um, and need, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I do that, uh, with some more strategy now. So as an example, I am, I do not in real time get excited and give feedback and tell them the way, uh, in the moment anymore. I do not do that because I have found that it is very preachy. I don't know what they're going through in the moment. The environment could not be conducive to them receiving that information very well. And it can cause a lot of – it could even make, it, make the trust level and, and your ability to influence that person go completely backwards. That's what I really want to get at. So what I've learned is that I need to build the trust really solidly first but then also make sure that I'm in the right environment for them to be receptive of my influence. And for them to be ready to talk to me so that I can listen and be receptive to their influence. And in real time, that's not always the case. I find with engineers that they want to get stuff done, right? I've talked to um, the two people I'm closest with at work that I work with all the time that I've had. We have great trust between us and, and we have the ability to learn from each other. I've received direct feedback from them all the time uh, just because we've built that, we've built that trust with each other. So at any time we can do it.
0: Yeah, I, I think you're actually touching on something that is really important to understand is you need to solicit and um, be sound with taking feedback from other people um, in order to actually provide feedback and give feedback. So, when you are, when you show that you are able to take feedback and then you make adjustments on that feedback and then they see that, then that really amps up that trust level with them, that they're going to be more receptive to the feedback that you're going to give them. Um, and you know, that's something that, that, it took me, um, maybe about a year or two in, into management to, to really get that to click. Um, and, and, and that usually that's why when a new manager comes into a, to a role, uh, like, like say he's hired in from an external organization, he comes in as a manager. He always seems to be real soft and like, you know, just kind of not really being a manager per se, um, upfront is because he's figuring out how the organization works. He's soliciting feedback. He's getting to know each and every direct report and team member and manager up, you know, above them and, uh, building that trust level before start taking action and jumping in and, and doing all that kind of stuff It's because you need to build the trust from everyone before you can uh, start giving out the the advice right because no one wants to take advice from a stranger they want to take advice from someone who who knows has their best interest uh, at heart and who can also take advice themselves
2: that's Super important, so I'm going to restate it right now. And so for all those people in the back, if you're going to increase your ability to influence others and give feedback, you must first show them that you can receive feedback graciously and implement the feedback. If you can do that, you're going to open up the lanes of trust much faster than if you can't. Someone is not going to trust you to give them feedback if you are unable to receive feedback yourself. And then I'll go a step further and say, the perception of you being able to receive the feedback is important as well. So there's two scenarios that you can come across. So Steve's going to give me some feedback. I accept the feedback and I actually am going to process it and really consider it. But I then say, well, Steve, you're not thinking about where I'm coming from here. When I was out here doing this and that, like, I I hear what you're saying, but I was, you know, I was in this certain position and I'm going to have to, I, I have to take exception to what you're saying right now, because you don't know how hard it was for me to be in this position. So you don't really know the whole story. And so you telling me this from an outside perspective and you weren't in the trenches with me, you know, I, I, I just can't accept that without telling you that, that, you know, you need to be considering where I was at that moment. Okay. I know that was very vague, but it's the instance where Steve is giving me feedback and I become defensive and I let my ego flare. Right. The other better position in, in, in my opinion This is just us having conversations and and telling you what we've seen and what works. Steve gives me feedback, and I go, thank you for that feedback. I'm definitely going to consider that for sure. Nothing else is said at all. Yeah. That, in my opinion, is is a better scenario because you haven't raised your defensiveness and then had the other person – receive that back and go form the opinion. So Steve is now going to form the opinion of Jake that when I give feedback, Jake is defensive. You don't want that opinion f- to be formed in any of the leadership or those around you between yourselves. Cause that decreases trust.
0: Yeah. And, and the other aspect of that is now the person who gave you that original feedback is not going to want to give you more feedback and, how are you going to identify your blind spots if people aren't giving you feedback? You know, how are you going to be able to identify where you're missing, uh, where you can improve? Um, and sometimes even where you've been doing well, if, if that other person doesn't want to give you the feedback from the responses that they've gotten from you.
2: Yep. <laughs> All right. So, Hopefully we've been, hopefully we've given some examples. Um, it's hard to give real concrete, real life examples with exact scenarios because we don't want to be sharing a bunch of stuff that's ongoing right now with our careers and naming people. So hopefully that gets you a little closer to some examples that you can work with. Um, so just to kind of wrap this episode up, building trust is a prerequisite. Lead by example. Show others that hopefully are looking and uh, um, working with you that you have a vision, you're driving the vision, you're leading by example, and maybe you guys can talk about it after the results speak for themselves. Lead for the mission. So align that leadership by example with the mission of your company or of your team. Uh, lead for the people. So try to prop other people up and give them the, best chance at at, uh, success. Okay. And then the last thing I would say that I want to mention just real quick is to avoid the side discussions that do not involve the mission that do not prop people up and that hurt your leadership by example, and that reduce the trust. So don't go around spitting all of your ego, you know, ego driven, If it was just, if they would just do this, it would be better. I don't like this about this process. Try to minimize that. It feels really good to talk about it, right? (laughs) Try to minimize that um, and maximize the other things that we've talked about. So it's my biggest takeaway over the last couple of years. Um, And that's, and that's what I want to share with, with you guys today. It's, it's based on some reflection I've done over the last couple of years of my career. And those are some of the biggest takeaways. So I hope it helps. I hope you got something from it and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.
1: Hey guys, I hope you had a great time listening. Maybe you learned something new. Maybe you got inspired or at least took one thing away that you'd be able to use. Maybe you just had a good laugh. Impactful engineering's hope and mission is that through this podcast, we can play a small part in expanding the reach and awareness of engineering and all of its many areas of application. The multiple engineering career paths available can be hugely rewarding as part of a fulfilled life, creating opportunity to impact nearly everyone in the modern world. An engineer's work helps to foster creation of new technologies, create safe and comfortable environments in which people can work, and lends to the sustainable future of everyone on the planet. The world needs more impactful engineers. Our vision is to provide engineers with the perspective and the tools to allow themselves the opportunity to become the most impactful engineers they can be. Included in our vision is to grow the impactful engineering community to a point where we can provide full-ride scholarships to students in every single U.S. state, every single year. This is an enormous goal. and With your help, we can get there. To start, we will continue to execute this mission in the way that we know how having conversations, telling stories, and talking about what we find interesting and are passionate about. If the episode made you think, made you object, made you think you could possibly be doing something more with your day, or brought about an idea that you could spend more time on developing further, please share the show or recommend it to your friends. Even if you didn't personally think it was a huge help, there may be someone that you know that could benefit from it, and that's all we can ask for. Until next time on the Impactful Engineer Podcast.